0: This, 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 this this is mythical.
1: We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens, to ceramic dishes, to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered.
0: Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues, and the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic.
1: Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've I've, heard you
0: talk about it a weird amount. Yeah,
1: I've bought like a bunch, (laughs) returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle Collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm so Mm. excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea.
0: I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, But I'm, I'm at that point in my life, where I'm like, I'm an adult, I should have nice vessels to serve food out of, instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it, it's cute, it's got a good design, bakes really well, holds heat. I'm in baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll wanna share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays, it's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces
1: from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com promo code SANDWICH.
0: Almonds don't have nipples, Greg, but can you still milk them? This is A Hot Dog is a Sandwich.
1: Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah,
0: I put ice in my cereal, so what? That
1: makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. (laughs)
0: What? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Air,
1: And I'm your host, Nicole Anaidi.
0: And Nicole, today we are taking on one of the hottest topics we have ever taken on. We are taking Spicy. on nut milk. Spicy. Or is it nut juice? Nicole, what are your thoughts on nut juice?
1: Nut juice? Um. <laughs> okay. I don't like it being called blank milk, like oat milk, almond milk, pistachio milk, cashew milk. No. Wait, I think you're anti- I'm anti. I don't like it.
0: Why not? Explain yourself.
1: I'm. Uh, well, I'm going to <laughs> give me some d- time,
0: bro. Well, no, no. Tell tell all the nut farmers <laughs> of America why you hate their nut juice because they deserve I don't to know.
1: Hate, no, no, no. I don't hate it. I don't like it being called blank milk. Milk is milk, and that's it. I think it should be called blank beverage, oat beverage, almond <laughs> beverage, flax beverage.
0: Like, and that's aid. how I feel about
1: that. Okay, no, but, but no, why? No, almond aid. Uh-uh, almond aid. In, doesn't aid mean you have to put like sugar and water in it?
0: That's what I figure. Cause like lemonade yeah. is lemon juice plus sugar and water. But wh- what do you think milk means? Like, what does milk mean to you? This sounds like the start of a weird essay you'd write in the fifth grade.
1: Uh, it would be <laughs> <laughs> milk is a, a, lac- a lactation secretion from a mammal.
0: What about penguin milk, Nicole? Penguin milk exists. <laughs> Surely you must not be erasing the hard work of all the penguin mothers out no. there. Why are you anti-feminist?
1: What is actually penguin milk, though?
0: <laughs> okay, so okay, pe- penguin milk, that's a bit of a diversion, but penguin milk is, uh, they call it crop milk. It is a secretion mm-hmm. from a penguin that is used to feed the young. That some Uh people consider to be a form of milk. Because there's, my my point is, there's a lot of different definitions of milk and a lot of things that milk actually means. So a lot of people think it is just a lactic, blah, 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 secretion from a mammal. And if you look at like the Oxford Learner's Dictionary, for instance, the first entry they have, the white liquid produced by cows, goats, and some other animals. Also, not just some other animals, they're like every other animal. Don't put cows and goats on a pedestal. You can drink pig milk, it just tastes really bad. Anyways, as food for their okay. young and, use, and used as a drink by humans, ever, Nicole, ever. House? If you skip down to definition number number three, a white liquid produced by or made from plants. Hmm. So, are you just telling me that you, Nicole, wh- when, when, did, when were you when founded did, as a did, university?
1: When did when 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 did Oxford put this new number three <laughs> definition into the mix? Do you know that
0: they they don't have an actual date, but I assume it was much later because this is a Discussion that's come more to the forefront recently as American milk consumption declines, for sure. But that said, like a dictionary doesn't create the meanings itself, right? It is a response to how people of are course. already using the words. So what if the that we never liquid isn't the point-
1: white? No, I'm not about this. It says a white liquid produced by or made from plants. You ever had pistachio milk before? That stuff's green.
0: I've actually never had pistachio milk. But wait, I do love alternative nut milks, not yeah. alternative milks. But alternatives to almond milk. Also, why come there's no peanut milk?
1: I don't know, but it sounds delicious. Josh, make peanut milk. You'll make
0: millions. (laughs) Another thing I find really fascinating about the milk debate is that a lot of people Mm -hmm. take the dictionary definition, even if they're people like you who are milk purists and they Mm -hmm. don't agree with the fact that it can be made from plants, whatever, that the etymology of milk actually has nothing to do with mammals, right? The etymology of milk, it comes from a High German word melg that's been around for well over a thousand years. That literally just means to rub or wipe off. Also, there's a lot of sexual innuendo in all this what? with the juice and the rubbing, and I'm sorry, but that is literally what it means. <laughs> I need an to, adult. Like, to milk, right?
1: Oh, okay, uh, I mean, sure.
0: Like, milk doesn't have to refer to, even if you want to go pure purism on the language, because that's where a lot of this backlash is coming from, right? There's a lot Mm -hmm. of people who are like, I don't like when things change. Milk means cow titty juice. And now you're saying it can come from almonds. I don't like that change. It's like, well... Almond milk is something that has been used and actually documented as the term almond milk since the 1200s and probably even earlier. That's just the records that we have from it. you look in any medieval cookbook Nicole. Nicole, how many medieval cookbooks you you, you reading these days?
1: I have like four in rotation. Never finished That's it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but, but they let use me just almond say, milk no, a ton. I understand that, but at the same time, it's not milk though. It's not. It's not. For me it's not. You're saying that even... you would have
0: you would have gone back to the 1200s and you would have gone to one of these ancient cookbook authors and you would have been like yeah. that ain't milky idiot. But back then they had no problem with it, right? So you would have been the crazy one.
1: I don't care. So what? I'm Nicole, the crazy one in they modern would have times too. thought you were a too. witch.
0: Nicole, no, well, they would have the... thrown you in a river. <laughs> <laughs> they would so have what? they would have burned you as a witch. That's funny. Also, I think Honestly, if you went anywhere back then as as a Jew, I think your pro- your fate probably wouldn't have been too good.
1: That's for another podcast, Josh.
0: <laughs> no, no, no I'll no. bring it up now. Do you remember? <laughs> Go ahead. We were, shoot- <laughs> we were shooting that Christmas episode and it was like, mm-hmm. huh, I wonder what Jews were up to in the 1600s in England. And then somebody Googled it and they were like, oh, here we have expulsion of Jews. And we're like, when was that? And they were like, well, there were like nine of them dating over 800 <laughs> years. And we're like, Correct. ah, shoot. Yeah, oh, that man. makes sense.
1: But no, I mean, I don't know. There's something. I mean, are you a milk drinker? Do you like are you the kind of guy who like pours himself a glass of milk?
0: <laughs> I uh, So I didn't used to be until Julia <laughs> uh-huh. and I moved in together. I would mm-hmm. only keep uh, like maybe a pint or a quart of whole milk in my fridge for cooking purposes. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. anything that I was actually drinking, which was probably just for protein shakes. But I, I do love like a nice glass of uh, iced milk with my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. But I would sure. use almond milk for that. Solely for the fact that, you know, more and more research comes out and suggests like, I don't know, maybe drinking milk all the time ain't that good for you. Gives you some weird poops. Maybe inflammation is a thing. I don't know. Tom Brady don't drink it and he's pretty good at football. And so I started I switched to drinking almond milk.
1: He also doesn't eat nightshade vegetables.
0: Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, Tom yeah. Brady's idea of a cheat meal, they asked him in an interview what his favorite cheat meal was, and he was like, vegan sushi. And it's like, oh God, this man has it's no really pleasure depressing. in life other than yeah. torching zone defenses.
1: And being married to Giselle Bunchen.
0: <laughs> and being married to Giselle <laughs> Bunchen.
1: I feel like that's pretty pleasurable. I don't know. She's and a he, supermodel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he kisses his children on the lips, too. I, don't I know,
1: know. It's a Brazilian thing. It's nice. It's sweet. Is that a
0: Brazilian thing? I don't know. I think I, it's also
1: like a good parent thing, like kissing your kids. The yeah. I actually talked about this with my friends like two days ago, got into some really interesting territory, but I'm not going to get into that right now. But <laughs> what I am going to get into is would you consider Julia to be a dairy queen? Like she likes a lot of dairy in the <laughs> house.
0: <laughs> yes, Julia is indeed a dairy queen. And <laughs> yeah, I kind of famously don't love, love dairy. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. love, I don't know, even cheese. Like I'm not a huge, huge cheese guy. Um, But now I will occasionally, she keeps 2% in the house and I don't want to double stock on whole milk and 2%. So -hmm, I've been cooking mm -hmm. with 2%, which sucks. Yeah. Uh, But (laughs) a nice, a nice cold glass of 2% milk on ice is a delight.
1: Yeah. Whole milk is like really, really good. Like just a glass of whole milk. Do you ever like, I need to know this. Do you drink milk out of the carton?
0: Yeah, all the time. All the time. All All the time. time. I don't let Julia see me though. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you hide That's behind the That's the thing. You have to hide your
0: life. true self from your partner sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what are That's what really are fun. what are your milk consumption habits? Do you do you avo- well, No, you love almond milk. Well, I see let me you tell drink you what
1: my pro Let me tell you what my problem is. I am very lactose intolerant, like capital L lactose intolerant. So, drinking whole milk is, or just drinking milk, even if it's fat-free, two percent, skim, doesn't matter. Drinking a glass of milk is like a death sentence for me. Like, I am gonna be, I si- am not going to feel good the next day. But if I pop like two lactate, I am like chilling. I like drink as much milk as I want. But like, I like dairy. Love me some cheese. Love me some. What are some other dairy? Yogurt. Just bought some yogurt.
0: I eat a lot of yogurt. You see me eat a grotesque amount of yogurt in but the But let office. me tell you,
1: let me tell you, I don't mind v- things like things like cashew cheese, things like cashew sour cream, things like, um, I don't know, what are some other, like uh, like coconut yogurt. Like those things don't bother me. Like that's wait, fine.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. But why? Because <laughs> cashew cheese and almond milk are the same relationship to the original you dairy alternative. Completely,
1: you are completely right. I think there's something about Calling it milk that really pees me oh, like super pees me oh.
0: Do you have a lot of um, like nostalgia for milk? Because I feel we I we grew so. up in. We, okay, let me take you back to nineteen ninety three, Nicole. Nineteen ninety three. That's when I was. That, born. That's the year you were born, right?
1: That's when I was born. I don't remember anything. Go to like ninety six.
0: Okay, but the the commercial still, the commercial still ran for a while. It was the original Got Milk campaign commercial. Like you and I grew up in school with Got Milk posters everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like they were just you know giving out. You had to take a milk at school lunch. Like, they forced you to take milk. Yeah. Which was an absolute trip. And the original Got Milk commercial, which I totally forgot until I was researching uh, this podcast, and then I found out an incredible fact about it. It was uh, a person calls into a radio station. They're eating a peanut butter sandwich, and they ask him a trivia question. Who shot Alexander Hamilton to win $10,000? Aaron Burr! Nicole. But thank you for ruining the surprise for everybody, (laughs) but the the guy's mouth is so dry of peanut butter and bread, and he goes, and Nicole, and Nicole, and can you guess what the commercial says? They say, got milk, got milk, and do you know who directed that?
1: Tell me, tell me.
0: Michael freaking Bay.
1: The explosion guy? (laughs)
0: The explosion guy. The Transformers Was guy. Was there an
1: explosion? Was there an explosion?
0: No. In the com- I, what a incredible trivia fact that Michael Bay directed the original Got Milk Aaron Burr commercial. Uh, <laughs> but the point is, you and I, like, we grew up inundated on the idea that milk is a good thing to drink. And Nicole, yes. do you know what historical event this all goes back to? What? World War II, baby.
1: I knew it. I knew it.
0: Tell us about it, Josh. Okay, but like, for, I'll keep it quick. I'll keep it quick. I'll keep it quick. Uh, and like, you know, Great Depression happened, right? In like, you know, the uh, the thirties started in 1929, and mm-hmm. then in the thirties there was like a huge effort to mechanize farm production to basically be like, look, America is a nation of farmers. We need to modernize all of our stuff. There was a uh, rural campaign to get electricity on all the farms, and they did that, and then that basically allowed them to have a bunch of uh, you know electric teat suckers. <laughs> to be able okay. to mechanize and and make the milk production more efficient. Not only that, they were able to have electricity to uh, have cooling tanks on farms. So milk production in America explodes in the 1940s. And then hilariously, I mean, also not hilariously, World War II is not the funniest subject, um, but also so many but it's farms. Like your favorite. It, oh, it's so good! Uh, read the book *Taste of War* by Lizzie Collingham. Really fantastic. Uh, and at Maybe the time, later. you know, war across Europe was absolutely destroying all the farms and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So American milk production was absolutely massive. They were powdering milk, condensing it, evaporating it, sending it out to troops, etc. Uh, but literally since then, we have been on a 70-year milk. Consumption decline in America hmm and then also over the last 20 years since like 2002, we've seen that decline like thirty percent, which is the sharpest decline. So like our parents were like you know probably raised on milk. I mean your parents you know weren't weren't born in America. I don't know what their relationship with just slam and milk is. I drink a lot of doke
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I currently have so much duke in my fridge and I want to smack David with all the duke <laughs> bottles because I hate that stuff in my house.
0: Wait, does David drink duke? Also, tell the folks what duke is.
1: Duke is like a fermented yogurt drink, actually featured on a GMM episode once before. And oh. uh, it's like a fermented yogurt drink. It's really good with like a little bit of dried mint, maybe even throw some dried dill in there. But like it just it just doesn't cut it for me, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just not pleasant for me. Sometimes like, you know, if, if I ever go to Iran... Like I'll drink the dul mm. in Iran, you know what I mean. Like well, I'm not gonna. it. Is it sweet, sweet
0: or savory? Here. Also, so it's it's, uh, it's fizzy too, right? It's, it's like a fizzy, fizzy liquidy yogurt drink.
1: Savory yogurt.
0: Heck yeah, dude! I and love it. some
1: people are really into it. I personally am not. But David, if you're hearing this, no more dul <coughs> in the house, babe. Please,
0: <laughs> dude, come over. Come over to my place. We'll bring some dried mint. We'll have a duke party. <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, like, did your did your parents like push milk on you from a young age or something? Because that was a big thing yeah. for me. Yeah,
1: I mean, we always have like we always have milk in the house. We always have Horizon Vitamin D infused whole milk, mm-hmm. and then for me, I always had lactate two percent. <laughs> <laughs> And never – and for my dad, my dad always had rice milk because, you know, he has his, like, stomach sensitivities and stuff. So I grew up with, with those three milks in my house constantly. And then whenever I started, you know, making my own money and buying my own uh, things, I would, like, say, hey, guys, here's some almond milk. Like, here's some oat milk. And they were like, it's okay. But, like, dairy <laughs> – my, my house loves dairy. Like, we, we're just dairy people.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. It's funny that your dad was drinking rice milk for a long time because like almond milk didn't start exploding. It was always there on the market. I remember Mm -hmm. soy milk was a big thing, which again, soy milk is actually a very traditional uh, product from China. That's like well over Mm -hmm. a thousand years old. It's very delicious outside of its milk context. But almond milk had this huge explosion. And now there's this huge, quote unquote, alternative milk. Explosion with like the flax, the hemp, the oats, uh, Oatly is I really love a delightful product.
1: Hemp milk. hemp milk. Out of all of the milk alternatives, hemp milk is my all-time favorite.
0: I thought it was called hemp drink.
1: Okay, hemp beverage. Is that better? <laughs> I mean, but also beverage doesn't, but let me tell you what also the issue is with the word beverage. Beverage has a connotation where it's like a, it's like a light drink, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, a beverage. It's a refresher. Like, it's a refresh, exactly. Nothing about milk is a refresher. <laughs> milk is heavy. Milk is like dusky. Mil- milk is like milk, you know? What, so. is, what is
0: inside you that wants to protect milk? Is it like it's application uh, in cooking? Because because that's one thing that I that I Maybe. will say that I like pretty actively hate about this is that you will, um someone will say, hey, this recipe didn't work. And you're like, did you measure everything correctly? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, well, what happened? They're like, well, I used almond milk instead of whole milk. And it's like, well, it's like, that's oh, not no, even duh. close to the same.
1: Yeah, not so. Even that's close. been
0: something annoying. You can't really cook with almond milk like you yeah, would.
1: maybe that's it. Like I, like you could totally like sub out like cashew cream and like use like you know like like sa- cashew sour cream instead of like regular mm-hmm. sour cream. I'm sure. But like, yeah, I think I think I have this weird protection, this weird like uh, defense for milk. Like I want to defend milk. And have it only be called milk. I don't think milk.
0: milk needs it. Nicole, milk does not need your defending. Do you want to know why know. milk doesn't need your defending? Because they have because millions they got... of
1: dollars in funding from from people. No, no, no. I know Not them.
0: millions. Not millions. Lobbyists. Nicole, 43, Lobbyists. 2016, $43 billion in dairy industry subsidies. Nicole, Nicole, what do you think our cheese surplus is at now?
1: I don't know, but I want to dive in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 1.4 billion pounds. We have, have 1.4 billion much extra pounds of cheese? cheese. We have that yes. much extra cheese. We have. Where is Nicole, it? we have to With fill pumpkin? caves. They fill caves with all of the extra cheese because America has subsidized. And again, all this going back to post-depression, World War II, and then just continuing because, of course, uh, all the subsidies during World War II for food production and also post-depression went to a small handful of farms comparatively. So now there's these massive things and they got to feed them $46 billion, you know, just to keep them alive. And now we got 1.4 billion pounds of cheese. And so I'm over here. I don't want to protect milk. I want to destroy milk. I mean, I know there's a lot of people whose livelihoods. Whose livelihoods depend on it and like, you know, mad respect to dairy farmers. But like at this point, we are so we're literally sucking on the teat teat. We're sucking on the milk teat so much. And we've just seen natural, you know, consumerism of milk decline that I'm over here being like, hey, if people want almond milk to drink as a creamy white beverage, then we should Mm -hmm. give to them. And it should be called milk because milk just means to rub off. I take on... Oh, yo, camel milk. Yeah. Camel milk seen, is fire.
1: Yeah, camel milk, goat milk. Freaking, what are goat some other fine. mammals? It's got a little
0: grassy twang.
1: What are some well, other... Well, I, I told... I'm sure
0: I've... I mean, I've I mentioned the pig milk story, right? Where I tried to write yes. a story about why we don't eat pig milk, and they were like, tastes like crap. And I was like, okay, you drink, well, you know, maybe...
1: <laughs> first of all, you drink milk. You don't eat it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever, dude. I eat milk.
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> if you're eating your milk you have to throw it away because it's probably expired
0: <laughs> w- when you're w- <laughs> that's just ricotta cheese that's that's all i'm doing is i'm making ricotta.
1: yeah sure Rigott. okay
0: so you don't believe y- you have a nostalgic fondness for milk you believe that the term milk should be protected but do you think that like the government at this point should step in and tell blue diamond almonds hey you gotta stop calling it milk
1: um yeah because just calling it all, like right, I bet if I ran to my fridge right now and I pulled out my oat milk, also I don't have any like real milk in my fridge right now, which is so weird. <laughs> um, if I pulled out my oat milk, it would just say creamy oat beverage. I think that's what my Trader Joe's one says. It says creamy oat beverage. And that's fine. Is it really? That's, that's Gucci, yeah. Wait, is if it actually?
0: You, Dang, I kind of want you to do it now. Can, because, can I like, run? A lot of can these I- products... Yeah, right, Nicole, run. Okay,
1: hold on. I have to, okay, hold yeah. on. Uh, Nicole's uh, running oh, to her
0: fridge, so oh. I'm going to run down a series of lawsuits against the Blue Diamond Almond Company. This is hilarious because I was originally researching. There's one famous lawsuit that basically said that Blue Diamond should have to use the term imitation in front of milk to be called milk. And then uh, the Ninth Circuit Court was literally like "That's stupid uh, because people don't expect almond milk to have the same nutritional makeup as milk. Go ahead, Nicole
1: look at it it says non-dairy oat beverage and it's no fine, way. and it's good oh my god and it's delicious and you know what i just don't listen can you hear it <laughs> i gotta buy wow. some more yeah i'm telling you this does not turn me off to drinking it. if it said oat milk it'd be fine but it says oat beverage which is more accurate non-dairy oat beverage thank Wait, you that's incredible Yeah, this makes sense. I'm telling you.
0: I'm kind of shook by that because I my (laughs) thing is I'd be curious to see like sales numbers. Right. If you called something, say, Mm -hmm. non-dairy almond beverage versus almond milk, I'd be curious to see how those products sold, because I imagine the reason they call it almond milk is like, yeah, they're trying to be a direct substitute. Oh, Nicole's chugging the oat beverage now.
1: Oh, my God. Now I want some. (laughs) <laughs> Taking a pulls of my oat beverage.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. but hold up. So I was researching the lawsuit against Blue Diamond that said that they had to use the term imitation in front of milk. Mm-hmm. And then the court struck that down. But in the process of that, I found, like, five other lawsuits against Blue Diamond. And so okay. as much as, like, I don't think, you know, milk needs our protection so much, the almond milk industry seems to be a little bit shady. All right, so check okay. this out. So 2018 was the original class action case. Uh, Plaintiff Cynthia Painter alleged the company should have to use the term imitation milk because it doesn't contain equal nutritional value to dairy milk, Mm -hmm. which is interesting, right? Dairy milk has a lot of fat, a lot of protein, uh, and vitamin D it was enriched with. And so this, I don't know, makes a little bit of sense, but it was dismissed because, and I quote, almond milk does not involve literally substituting inferior ingredients for those found in dairy milk, and they are, quote, two distinct food products that have different nutritional values. Absolutely Which makes sense because absolutely. you're, you're thinking like uh, like almonds have protein and fat in them. So you're thinking that, you know, you milk a bunch of almonds, you get a lot of the protein and fat.
1: Sure. But at the same time, it's it doesn't equate to the same. Also, no, it doesn't example. It doesn't like how you said to. about baking, how you said about like baking and cooking and stuff like that. Like it is not a substitute good.
0: No, I, I agree entirely. It's a it's a different beverage, but milk just kind of means creamy white thing. But then this is the lawsuit that kind of messed me up a little bit. So mm-hmm. 2015, there's another class action against Blue Diamond as well as Silk Almond Milk, uh, because their milk was only 2% almonds. So like every what? almond milk recipe out there no calls for way. like probably like a 15 to 20% almonds by weight distribution. Um, you ever look at the ingredient labels of like almond milk and like the oat milk's probably different because oats are really cheap. Almonds are pretty damn expensive. But mm-hmm. I hate almond milk that has a ton of thickener in it. So it'll sure. be like sunflower lecithin or carrageenan, which, fun fact, carrageenan was used as sexual lubricant in ancient Japan. Uh, but I digress. You um, told um, yeah, me I that
1: ca- a few days ago. Yeah, yeah.
0: These things just kind of come up at work anytime carrageenan comes <laughs> up. <laughs> so, like... That's a little bit wild that they're literally using two percent almonds and then just thickening it with carrageenan. And then, uh, 2021, the most recent lawsuit, Blue Diamond had to pay out 2.6 million for misrepresenting the vanilla flavoring in their products because they're using Mm -hmm. artificial. Uh, and then there was a 2018 lawsuit, Blue Diamond settles for nine million for misleading use of the term all natural on packaging. Wow! So, the more I think about it. I don't know if I want to be protecting the almond milk industry out here either. Because there's a lot of stuff. They're getting canceled left and right.
1: Listen, milk is screwed up. Let's be honest here, too. Like, I know almonds are screwed up, but milk is screwed up too, you know? With all the veganism and all of the all of the animal abuse and stuff going on in these farms. Like, I understand there's no real victor, there's no real winner. At the end of the day, what we're arguing is if almond milk should be called milk, if oat milk should be called milk, if soy milk should be called milk. I just don't think so. They're not substitute goods. They both serve a purpose. Have you ever had a bowl of cereal with an alternative milk? It's disgusting.
0: Uh, no, it's not. Wait, I actively prefer it. Ew. Ew. what? I prefer, I prefer, okay, do you remember the first time you had almond milk?
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Where were you? That's gonna be my new pickup line at a bar, even though I'm in a. You're happy like married. I, just, I like the idea. I know. I just like the idea of having a pickup line.
1: Hey, Tuts, remember the first time you had almond milk?
0: Well, I was You're at a party a, a long time <laughs> ago, and a guy came, a guy came up to me and just said, "Hey, what's your favorite terrorist attack?" And I had one. I was Which like, Home Shinrikyo, Tokyo subway sarin gas attack." What's yours? And he was like, "Whoa, didn't expect that." So anyways, where were you the first time you had <laughs> almond milk?
1: I'm pretty sure I was like 13. Oh well, oh, well, it was specifically almond milk or any sort of alternative milk.
0: Let's say alternative milk.
1: Well, it was I had my dad's rice milk whenever I ran out of my own milk and I put it in my cereal and I didn't like it. You didn't like it. Was it. A little sweet, bit. it was sweetened with vanilla and I didn't really what, like what it. What kid doesn't like that? I didn't I didn't like it. I have had discerning taste for many a year. Gosh. <laughs> my palate was, has been this expansive for a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was the opposite I I remember experiencing the same thing as you. I was like sleeping over at my buddy Chad Rosine's house, and his mom Leanna Rosine. Shout out Leanna, lovely woman. She busted out the uh, blue diamond chocolate almond milk,
1: uh-huh. and
0: I put that I put that in like a bowl of corn flakes, and my God, I I was blown away. I didn't see it. I didn't even <laughs> see it as this is a milk alternative. It was like this is an entirely separate beverage and product that's really 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 delicious uh and also another opportunity to get more sugar in your body so now that i'm thinking about it maybe i don't think almond milk should be called milk i used Do to
1: you... go ahead sorry
0: oh i was gonna say i used i came in here thinking that i was a radical milk exclusionist no a radical milk inclusionist what's the name of my <laughs> political party
1: i don't know it's yours no one else has it
0: <laughs> but now i'm like Maybe we need to abandon the term milk altogether. Maybe there's room for almond beverage. Like you busted out that non-dairy oat beverage. Maybe we should try and just completely dissociate from the term milk.
1: Yeah. As a consumer, if it said milk, it wouldn't bother me. But it says beverage and it defines it perfectly. That's what I'm trying to say. Like if it says milk, fine. Like whatever. Like I just don't prefer it. But but it's fine. It's a beverage. It's a non-dairy blank beverage. And I think that's the perfect descriptor for Almond, oat, rice, hemp, soy, coconut, whatever milk. I think it makes sense.
0: So you're like not even saying that necessarily from a uh, protection of the brand of capital M milk, but mm-hmm. almost like let's honor these nut beverages, these nut juices, these Nutterades for what they are.
1: Nutterade? That was weird. Bye, Josh's <laughs>
0: Nutterade. It's got electrolytes, Nicole. Don't laugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hate you so much <laughs> I hate you so much We're
0: gonna sell Nutterade on the mythical store
1: Yeah you got a Hit bag of Legal chips we and a- Nutterade Yeah a bag of blowfish chips And Nutterade Real oh, original Josh Yeah. Uh, no I think I mean I think protecting I think I was just saying I was protecting milk Just to say I was protecting milk because you put it into my brain And you're really good at doing that to me But like no I'm not here <laughs> to protect Milk I just think they're t- again, they are not substitute goods, and people like to. Have you ever had a coffee with almond milk? Ew! Yeah, it separates. It gets nasty. Mm-mm.
0: It separates. It like it's separates. Nasty. It comes grainy. Oat milk does the same thing, depending on like how hot your coffee is or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that, I mean that's another thing where I used to put almond milk in my coffee, and it just kind of sucked. And then when I moved in with Jules, and we had st- we we were stocking regular dairy milk in the house what a game changer i thought i didn't like milk in my coffee i love milk in my coffee nicole Mm -hmm. two splendor, one milk what a delight
1: yeah what a delight maybe i love that much i mean i can't do it that much i mean i can't drink milk that (sighs) often i can't i would love to but my body just doesn't allow it but yeah milk is dank and you know what almond milk is dank whenever it's used in an appropriate way Soy milk is delicious when it's done appropriately. Coconut milk, sign me up. I love coconut milk.
0: Man, you ever had the Chinese donuts dipped in, like, fresh soy milk?
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot what it's called, but yes, is I have. Y- yu tiao? Yu tiao. Yeah, yu tiao. Is it yu-tiao? Yeah, it's yu-tiao. I've had it before. Yeah, that stuff's absolutely very, delicious. Very, very good. Need
0: to, maybe we should just start disassociating from the term milk altogether. We can appreciate milk. I certainly appreciate milk. I've grown in my appreciation of milk uh, ever since moving in with a literal dairy queen. Uh, but also... <laughs> Yeah, maybe we just, maybe they're nut beverages. Maybe they're nutarades.
1: They're non-dairy.
0: What's your favorite nut milk, by the way? Have you ever had any nut milk that like really stuck in your head?
1: Well, I used to work, I used to work at like a cafe chocolate store hybrid and I used to make my own really bomb almond milk.
0: Ooh, the homemade stuff?
1: Yeah, I'm good at making, like, homemade nut milks. Like, I'm very... We used to do a comb- I used to do a combination of almond, cashew, and hazelnut, and it was really good.
0: Girl.
1: Yeah, I would make a hot chocolate with it, a chocolat chaud or whatever. Chocolate show <laughs> chocolat or show, chocolate whatever. Chocolat show. Tu parles français comme really une vache Can I tell you... No, you are a... You are a Mexican cow, Josh. Spanish cow. A Spanish cow, Nicole. <laughs> whatever um <laughs> but for like baking flax milk is incredible for mm, baking yeah Re- like if you want to make like a bread pudding do it with flax milk it's really good.
0: My favorite Nutterade is macadamia. I like the macadamia Nutterade. It tastes I'm good. I'm not
1: rich enough to have macadamia <laughs> Nutterade.
0: Oh, wait. Can we can we speak about the last thing that I truly bought into the office uh, on our quote-unquote research budget? Do you remember what it was? Where I, I dropped on the table and I was like, guys, we all got to try this because it exists.
1: No. It's been a while. Was, tell me. It
0: was almond nog. It was Blue Diamond, non dairy almond-based eggnog, and it was the most disgusting thing I've <laughs> ever drank. It is pure carrageen, and it is pure ancient Japanese sex lube, just Mm-mm. thickening up that nog, and God made Lord have mercy on the p- people who created that. We should sue them. We should sue them for that. Screw this podcast, Nicole.
1: I'm not interested like, wait, in suing anybody right now.
0: <laughs> Why? That's the cottage industry. That's how people make money. You just You sue Subway because you don't think their meatballs are made of meat. You, you sue almond nog because nog shouldn't be made from almonds.
1: I believe that's called an ambulance chaser, right? Someone who just, like, looks yeah. for lawsuits. Yeah.
0: Call the law offices of a nightie and sheriff. You have any wild food claims you want to bring against, I don't know, Arby's. Let's take them down.
1: Yeah, we're going to get our bar exams in, like, what, like
0: 12 months? 13 How months? How curly are their curly fries, <laughs> really? I got a straight fries. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. All right, Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions, Opinions are, are Like, like Cats, like cats roll. Roll. All right, first up, we got at Thai Lavangsa. There is no need to wash/slash clean your chicken before cooking it. You're literally cooking it. Yeah, it's like technically true. Um, mm-hmm. and also, technically speaking, washing your chicken uh, is like dangerous, I guess. You're splashing yeah. salmonella around your kitchen, but like, also, if you have a deep-set sink, mm-hmm. then like, what are you splashing salmonella around your sink? That's where salmonella should be. You clean it with soap. I don't uh, take anything too seriously when people are like, washing your chicken is going to give your family diseases. I don't know. Do what you want. There's a lot of like um, different cultural traditions in terms mm-hmm. of like soaking your chicken in vinegar water, which actually yep. makes it taste pretty good. And a lot of this True. comes from you know um, I don't know pre refrigeration cooking techniques, which I totally. think really like, important to be passed down. Some people wash chicken in lemon juice and then uh, mm-hmm. rinse that off which is just makes it taste Tender. Real, real good. Yeah, yeah, also
1: the acid tenderizes it.
0: This is like whatever you do in your own home. I'm not going to come police you, but like you don't need to for safety reasons for sure.
1: Yeah. You don't need to for safety reasons. Uh I do believe that like how you said like adding like a vinegar soak or doing like a rub down with a lime or a lemon or like even like my mom likes to cook her, like uh my mom likes to wash her salmon with a little bit of lemon juice and salt water. Like yeah. It's a cultural thing. If you want to wash your chicken, wash it. If you don't want to wash your chicken, don't.
0: Yeah, I'm over uh, policing any food safety in anybody's, (laughs) you know, kitchens. Like, it's something that's affecting you and the people you're cooking for, which hopefully, if if you're running, like, a restaurant, that's something. But it's affecting you and the people you're cooking for. It's like, I don't know. Put your energy into the people driving Teslas who are speeding on the freeway. They could hurt somebody else. You know? Yeah. Screw them. Sure. Nicole, how did? How did? I used to play the game if somebody there was a real a hole driver, and I saw them Mm -hmm. being an a hole, I'd be like, ooh, it's probably a BMW. Now Tesla. Tesla has taken over BMW as the biggest a holes on the road, and I'm fascinated by it.
1: I think the new Broncos are all a holes because I want them. I want one, and I want (laughs) to be that a hole.
0: It's like watching the old H twos.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Who even, what even was that car? JoJo underscore girl 1991 says peanut butter pickles, sweet onions, and honey make the best snack sandwich.
0: Hmm. 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 Depends on the pickle.
1: I would, hmm. The honey, I don't need. The peanut butter pickle onion, go for it. The honey, it's too much.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. It depends on the pickle, Nicole. But imagine the imagine the honey with a sweet bread and butter pickle. Now okay. that changes the profile of the sandwich.
1: Hear me out. Instead of adding honey, why don't they put the sandwich on a honey wheat bread?
0: Oh, but I like the wet.
1: Cha-ching! Hi, there's, Honey's a couple, there's a couple not wet. factors here. Honey's not <laughs> wet. Honey is sticky. Sticky and wet are two different sensations.
0: No, but honey, honey can, I think it can make things wet. Like you ever put honey on a on a banana and peanut butter sandwich in the honey I think the sugar Okay so Uh-oh. you know you macerate fruit Sure right so like i think the honey literally acts as a maceration agent and it draws out the moisture of certain things so it can get wet so yeah, you put honey on the onions
1: are you gonna refrigerate your sandwich for like 24 hours or yeah, you're just gonna it, eat it it? <laughs> it don't take
0: it don't take 24 hours <laughs> it, 10 minutes 10 minutes top you're gonna you're no gonna draw out some of the there is no juice. way
1: honey leeches out moisture the way that sugar Listen, sugar has those rough crystals it has an abrasive yeah, quality to it said. which adds to the maceration i don't That's you're fair. just Lying, you're lying right I'm now. Not lying. I am like not like
0: I'm saying Jojo Girl 1991 did not give us enough information to be able to accurately judge her sandwich. I need to know a couple things. I need to know how wet are your onions. I need to know what kinds of pickles they're Vidalia they onions. Pickles?
1: They're sweet Vidalia onions.
0: Are you soaking them in ice water? Because you should be. You're of eating raw onions. Of course,
1: she's not. Who does? I, I don't does know. I soak,
0: my... I soak, oh, I soak all my oh, onions yeah? in ice water.
1: Yeah, you do. Wow, fancy. god dang, right? I do. <laughs> all, right, all right, next. Well,
0: That settles that. At Kennedy McDuff, whoa, hold on. Wedge salads are annoying. Please cut up my lettuce for me. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're a child and you need all your food cut up for me. I'm sorry that you can't handle a a big old brick iceberg lettuce that it's too tough. And if you have a disability or something like arthritis, then I'm very sorry. And I feel like a huge a-hole for saying that.
1: Um... I kind of like wedge salads, but like, you know, I don't like the idea of picking it. I like the idea. Wait, hold on. I like wedge salads a lot, but... I have the strongest urge to just pick up the wedge and eat it. Like, I don't yeah, want to th- use yeah, a fork it. and knife. You don't I don't have to. want to. Yeah, I do. I'm a lady.
0: Nicole, it's I like- ate three fried eggs with my hands this morning, right before this podcast. I ate the Were eggs. Were the with my yolks hands. runny? Yeah, I, 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 I put Ew. the yolk up to my mouth and I bit a hole in it like a soup dumpling and I went, Shut and then I just ate up. the eggs.
1: You sick man! <laughs> what are yeah. you talking so about? So you're
0: talking to the wrong guy. If you think Listen, you can't eat a wedge salad with your nothing, hands, nothing.
1: All I want to do is I just want to I just want to pick up the wedge, and I just want to go How. like I just want to do that, but like I can't because you can. of social because of social uh, disparity.
0: <laughs> it, it that is my male privilege that I'm allowed to eat wedge salads with my hands, Nicole. And like sometimes
1: I eat sushi with my hands at restaurants, and people look at me this sideways and I'm like, look away, ugly. Like, <laughs> let me eat my sushi. <laughs> I like sushi with my hands. I like <laughs> do you like you eat sushi with your hands, right?
0: Yeah, all the time. I love going to the Kura Revolving Sushi Bar.
1: The one I give you a coupon
0: for? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, yeah. We need to explain this. Nicole is like, this is a while ago. Nicole is like, hey, David and I are going to Kura Revolving Sushi. That's where you sit down and there's a conveyor belt that brings around sushi and you grab it off and it's a very fun time she goes we have a coupon and i was busy that night and she goes well i'll send you the coupon the coupon was for like five dollars off on like a hundred dollar bill
1: no it wasn't like
0: what do you you're using a five percent off coupon is like an excuse to go like i don't know that five dollars it, is but, a
1: coffee the next morning that's fair gosh darn it you guys you you need to learn budgeting man
0: <laughs> yeah, but sushi isn't part of the but. I don't know. Anyways, Adam, I love okay. eating sushi with my hands. <laughs>
1: okay, Adam is awkward 69. You should nice. never mix breakfast cereals unless they both have mm. similar texture and flavor. Yeah, I never mix my cereals. Never. Like think about Kashi goline and like <laughs> honey checks. Ew. <laughs>
0: Well, that's why you said similar textures and flavors, because that's like I, I fully agree. Like, if you if you were to mix uh, grape nuts with f- fruity pebbles, that would suck because one of them is going to get soggy after two minutes, sure. and the other is going to be indestructible for forever. <laughs> okay. But say you take say you take like an applejack and a cinnamon toast crunch, you put those in the same bowl, and those are sogging at the same rate. They have complementary no. flavors: cinnamon and apple. No, no. that's a del- that's a nice time for me. No. i consider myself like a sommelier a cereal what about
1: kicks and kicks and tricks
0: They're yeah both kicks, and tricks.
1: kicks and tricks Kicks and tricks
0: would work but you're just diluting the fruit flavor all you're saying is is, is i wish i had less fruity tricks
1: i love kicks i like you know what my issue too. is i just like like you know cereal is like a grain like i just like single grain <laughs> cereals you know like people are like oh single i like origin. single origin <laughs> oh, hand harvested <laughs> Yeah, like I like single origin, like vanilla pods or something. And I'm like, you're like, give me some single origin cereals.
0: I like some puffed millet in a bowl with yeah, almond beverage. I
1: swear on my life. Like, I'm one of those people, like, I'm not a sugary cereal person. I'm just not. But. Damn, I love me some grape nuts. I love me some rice checks, I love me some kicks.
0: Do you know what a grape nut is? I, we talk about it all the time. I, I don't know what a grape nut is.
1: I have it in my pantry. You want me to go see?
0: Yeah, Nicole, go, I'll do the next one. Go run and grab grape nuts and, okay, and read me the on. ingredients. Okay,
1: Really? You want me to run?
0: Yeah, Nicole, actually run. Wait. Okay. I'll take the next one. Okay, here we go. Um, essentially dot shell. Gum is just a fidget spinner for your mouth. Uh, I agree. Also, I hate gum because I have a lot of expensive dental work, not like cosmetic expensive dental work, like I'm not getting a diamond encrusted grill, but I'm saying I got a lot of root canals and crowns that I don't want to be pulled out with gum. Also, I don't consider gum a form of food because you're not supposed to swallow it and it is not. Okay, Nicole's back. I can stop. I agree.
1: I agree. I heard everything you said and high key (laughs) gum sucks, but I love gum. Also, I'm one of those people who choose gum and like I very like I'm like an open mouth anxiety gum chewer and everyone looks at me and they're like you need to stop chewing gum like that. Okay, grape nuts.
0: What's a grape whole
1: nut? Whole grain whole I actually ran <laughs> <laughs> whole grain wheat flour, malted barley flour, salt, dried
0: yeast. But what do you mean dried yeast? What are they they're not leavening <laughs> the 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 grape nut. What do they do?
1: I think that's just the... F- oh, Josh, I have oat milk and grape nuts right next to me.
0: <laughs> oh, you, you got a party in your mouth, Nicole. Oat <laughs> milk and I, grape nuts.
1: Should I pour myself a mouthful of cereal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't there, care.
0: There, there had to be a more palatable way to combine those ingredients than what grape nuts did. Well, they I just, love It's grape like nuts. They, they mash it into a brick and then throw it against a wall and that shatters into the grape nuts. Is that what they do?
1: I don't know, but I'm about to find out.
0: Nicole is pouring herself a mouth bowl of cereal, definitely ladies and It definitely does.
1: It definitely smells like, you know, smells smells yeasty. It really does.
0: Why Why the yeast? I don't know. This is probably definitely... like a, grape nuts were definitely like a cure for sexual urges, because that's what all cereals were, based on my research. Yeah, Nicole has made a mouth bowl of cereal. That is where she pulled the cereal on her tongue and then poured oat beverage on top of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's good.
0: And she's got a little bit of, a, of an oat <laughs> beverage mustache right now. God. Is it gone? Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Okay.
1: Jerry Lee says, crushed up instant ramen noodles in a salad is much better than croutons or wonton strips. Didn't she do this one time, bro?
0: Yeah, dude. Ramen salad's a big Midwest thing, but I got called out. I got called the F out, Nicole, because I didn't fry my dried ramen noodles first. Oh. Apparently, that's the thing you're supposed to do. But no, it's nice. They kind of soak up the liquid because instant ramen is already boiled and then dehydrated. It kind of weakens up those structures so it's not like you're just eating raw pasta there. Uh, And it's nice. It soaks up the dressing nice, becomes nice and crunchy. Although croutons to me are just like pretty undefeated.
1: I like croutons. You know what I really like in my salads? Have you ever seen those Parmesan crisps? Not the ones that are just Parmesan. Not the ones that are just Parmesan. But the actual like long piece of like thinned out dehydrated bread that has the Parmesan cheese on it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The fancy ones. You know, the ones I'm talking, those are like rich people foods. Well, I
0: I make those, but at home. What? I do those at home, Nicole. I I take my leftover bread. I did this recently. I took all my leftover bread and I sliced it very, very thin. I put pecorino on it and then some herbs and stuff. And then Mm -hmm. I toasted that at like, 275 for like two hours you don't Incredible. need to go hot you got to go low and slow so all the moisture leaves the system then Makes it gets sense. just super crusty and crunchy you know break it up Yum. into almost like breadcrumbs that's a, what a delight
1: what a delight that sounds delicious
0: all right um here we go at cremon double zero crinkle cut fries are the worst form of potato I don't enjoy them, but the worst form of potato is and always will be mashed. Mashed potatoes, Shut especially chunky ones. Up. Nicole, don't test me. Shut do not up. test me.
1: Shut up. What are you saying?
0: <laughs> it's baby food. It's baby food. And I know something about baby food.
1: What do you know? Just because you beat a world record, you think you know so much about baby food? No. You know what you're talking about, old man. Um, I don't like tater tots. Fight me.
0: <laughs> That's wild. That's wild to not like tater tots.
1: No, it's not. It's not that wild. People. What's bad about
0: tater tots? It's perfect.
1: It's dry. Tater tots are dry. They're unenjoyable. Bad tater tots.
0: Bad tater. You're talking about like school lunch Oh, you lunch mean to tell tots. me
1: every single tater tot I've ever had in my life is I'm bad? No, I'm
0: not saying every single tater tot. But I'm saying that like a well-made tater tot should be. Uh, we should be judging. I'm judging even the best. Even the, I've. I have homemade tater tots. <laughs> I don't make tater tots.
1: Yeah, because you're bored with your life. I don't have that kind of time and energy, bro. What the
0: frick? Yeah, that's true. Nicole has friends. She'll be like, I went out this weekend and did a fun thing. And I'm like, I made a stew from the ninth century that I found in an evil (laughs) cookbook. And she's like, cool. Hey, you know what you
1: could do, Josh? You could always invite people to come taste your ninth century stew. And that's how you make friends.
0: Yeah, well, no, I already got a friend. His name's Deep. He ate the stew.
1: Okay, but different ones... I don't like think so Because I like Deep Because
0: Deep came over And he watched. we watched college football And uh, drank a bunch of beers And ate a stew
1: uh-huh, You act like I'm happy with my life people. You act like other people Would have liked Stop like that. trying
0: to change me Stop I mean, trying no, to change I'm trying me to i, I got trying to make you deep, more social And I'm good Okay, fine. And on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday.
1: If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or and with hashtag OpinionCasserole.
0: And if you want to follow my best friend Deep, that's at D-I-P-S-E-T-21. His profile picture is of an Indian-American basketball player named Sim Bular. And for more Mythical (laughs) Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And
1: of course, of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen or what was what
0: was Deep's Instagram? Oh, that's at uh, Dipset Twenty One. It was a little high school basketball nickname. All right, we'll see you next time. <laughs>